Now I'm talking about us who have the truth should be redeeming the time. Hallelujah. Do you know that I used to think and teach that you only become contaminated by dealing with others that is already contaminated. And that was the only way. But I found that there is a difference. I'm going to let you read something which is in the New Testament, in the book of Timothy, 2 Timothy. We're glad to have with us uh, Brother... Where, where is he? Brother, brother. Spencer. Spencer. Where's Brother Spencer? Oh, there he is over there. God bless. He hasn't been here in a long time. Amen. We thank God to have him here with us tonight in Bible class. Let us turn to the book of Timothy. Second Timothy the fourth chapter. Let's begin reading with the first verse. Second Timothy, the fourth chapter Beginning with verse 1. 2 Timothy chapter number 4 and verse 1. I charge thee. It needs a volume. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen to what he's saying here. And this is something that needs to be done. We is too at ease. Amen. Now, I, I feel already that this, this is going to be pretty rough tonight. I tried. I tried to get somebody else to teach. I didn't call nobody. God wouldn't let me call nobody. But this is one night I didn't want to teach. And I tried to find somebody else in my mind. I, I thought about uh, Brother Collins and I thought about some of the rest and I thought about calling them. And they, but God never let me call nobody. Amen. So what is that saying? That it fell back on me. Then when I start really reading and thinking about what God wants us to know. And then I said, I see the reason now. There is some things that will be said probably tonight that you won't agree with. But God speaks out. For what if some do not believe? 
Should their unbelief make the faith of God or the word of God without effect? That it had no effect. No effect. God forbid. Let God be true. And every man a lie. He's challenging the whole world. Only truth going to save us. It matters not what you think. The Bible isn't based upon your ideas. God is not operating off of what you think. The moment in the time that this Bible was written. Then God put a seal on it. And God said that his word is settled in heaven. And I am God and our change is not. Amen. Amen. What he's saying to one, he's saying to all. So we must believe upon him according to the scripture. Not our ideal. And we must pray that God will open our understanding. There is some things in here I wish God hadn't said. To be honest with you. Because they don't fit what I think. But they are here. And I must abide by what is written or be lost. Now you got a choice. You can disagree if you want to. But that don't make him change his mind. That don't make him change his, his word. I tell you one thing, until we get the mind of Christ, we're going to always be in a predicament where that we always running from one side to the other because we don't think or is not thinking like he thinks. He said, the love of many shall wax cold. That's happening right now. I can't understand the saints of old. They wasn't like we are. Now God is not changing. We are the ones changing. He said to us. He said love not the world. Neither the things. Neither the things. That are in the world. He said set your affection. On things above. But we just the opposite. I tell you the scripture, I'll tell you a scripture that I want, and I told you about it before, and where it's found. And where it said, look not every man on his own things. Oh, that's a mighty, mighty powerful scripture. But on the things of others. Let him not mind his own things or look on his own thing or be concerned about his own thing, but on the things of others. There are many people that is in need now. Amen. And we is able to go to their rescue and to do something for I don't even I don't care if it's a home. We is able, if we wanted to, to give somebody a home, a house. I'm not going to tell you to say amen, but I know what I'm talking about. Huh? God has really pulled us out of the gutter or out of the valley of where we can help somebody else. 
He didn't bring you up there to be selfish. The saints of old wasn't like that. They even sold their possession and distributed it. Or they didn't do it themselves, but they went and gave it to the apostles. The Holy Ghost can be so sweet to you, honey. Y'all don't understand it. It can be so sweet to you. The best thing you ever had in your life. Amen. And you want to do something, but you don't know what to do. You're just looking for something to do. The Holy Ghost is bubbling over in you. Amen. Then he said, when you see somebody in need, and we see somebody in need every day. But you know what you do? <laughs> you is able to help them out of the condition that they're in. But you will send them to the church. God don't show you people in need. Why? You'll send them to, church, to the church if you're able to help them. Anybody can say, well, I'll tell you now, uh, let us go and do something, let us go. Well, I'm going to say this. There was a sister here now, maybe more than one, but there's one that I know of. Her card don't need to be paid. Or if you don't, they're going to repossess her car. Only now we could have the money to pay it ourselves and God know we got it, but we would rather go to the church. I'm going to teach tonight. Teach, I ain't gotten down to where you're going to disagree because I know you, you agree with this here. It's all right. But now we have many needs among us. Fifteen or twenty years ago, some of you didn't have know what you got now. Huh? You was in the same shape as people is in that don't have nothing. But God brought you out of that. But he didn't bring you out of that for you to become selfish. He wants you to help somebody else. Whether it's natural or spiritual. This is what he want to do. And I tell you why we don't do it. It's because number one we ain't got that love. Huh? I'll go back now. Some of the Baptist folks will help some folk that is in need quicker than you will. Oh, yes, they will. Now, don't tell me they won't. They're good hearted. But it's not just by their work. There are some people in need. And God knows we is in a shape to help them without sending them to the church all the time. God don't show you that. The church wouldn't have nothing to operate on if we would go to uh, try to rescue everybody that has a need. But you send them there. What about your money? What about your thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that you got in the bank? You might say, well, mine ain't in the bank. <laughs> well, it ain't buried. Maybe it's a CD. Ready to draw interest. That's all right until God say, I need it. 
Now, what's so bad about it? Wherever your money is, it's not yours. Oh, yeah, it's not as hard, isn't it? It is not yours, it's God. I would rather be like Peter and John than to be a rich man. I would rather say like Peter and John said, seven gold have I not, but such as, as I have. And that's Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, get up. Have the power. Now I'm going to teach on tonight about sound doctrine. And that's what I'm headed for. Sound doctrine. Now you watch us as I teach. And you, I want you to draw a line where you are. I'm speaking in your mind. Amen. I wish the whole world could hear me tonight. Because I know that God wants me to teach. I said to a brother last night, I said, uh, you need teaching twice. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, make them converts. Let them be baptized in water in Jesus' name. And after they get saved, then use a baby. When you get the Holy Ghost, use a baby. You don't know nothing, you have to be taught. He, then he said, after they have become converts now, amen, disciples, now teach them again to observe all things. Because they really don't know. They need to be taught. And some of us is rebellious. And we is rebelling against God. And really don't know it. Now this is bad. So he said now, the same one that we're talking about now, said, it's coming a time they want to do sound doctrine. But you know what? The world, the saints, is reaching out more for prosperity than they're reaching out for God. Two and three jobs. I told the brother, I said, man, you can't hold up like that. You'll wake yourself to death in coming to church too. And got a place in the church. You ain't going to build Jesus around your stuff. He's not going to do it. You say, oh man, I stayed up until 12 o'clock last night. But you get impatient when you come to the house of the Lord. You can't stay three hours and a half. Then you cause me to rush. Because I don't like for folks to walk out while I'm talking. And you can forget about this. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that ain't saying nothing. You can be doing that and going to the fellowship hall. Are going out in the lobby. You done got tired. All right, but now listen, I wish I had. Where are my preachers at? Because I got to get you. <laughs> I want you to listen. 
We ain't got no time to waste or to lose, none of us. The day is approaching. Amen. And some of us has got, we are drunk. So drunk until we don't know what time it is. I'm not after fame. I'm not after money. I'm not after what the world has to offer. I've never had it and I don't care if I don't get it. But I want Jesus. I need him when I ain't got a pity. And he won't help us. Let me get to the lesson. Read. Second Timothy chapter number four, verse one. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, uh -huh. who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing. All right. And his kingdom. Listen now. Preach the word. Now that's why you got a chance. Huh? It's time to run and do what you got to do now. It's time for preachers to be running now, carrying the word and trying to get as many people saved as they possibly can. Preach the word. Be instant. Be instant about it. In season. In season. And out of season. And out of season. Reprove. Now, now the reason why that you got the rush to do it, listen. It say now, reprove. Rebuke. Rebuke. Exhort. Exhort. With all long suffering. Now you got to do this in a hurry. With all long suffering. And doctrine. And doctrine. For the time will come. Now listen, the time will come. You got to do this before that time come. This is what I want you to know. This you got to preach. This you got to get in a hurry and do before this time. What he's talking about now will come. He said, "For the time will come, but you got to do this before that time come. You got to be ahead of the devil. Do you follow me? You got to work right now and try to get whatever you got. You know that's the reason why that die. What this prize fighter, uh, this little short fella." Tyson. Mike Tyson, do you know the reason why he won so many fights? He wasn't that good, but he rushed in on them. Brother, he'll come out that corner fighting so fast, they won't have time to think. When they know anything, they're on the floor. <laughs> he, would, he would do it so fast and right. They you know he'll run out in on them and everything. They ain't got a chance to even think why they want to hit him or where. So we got to hurry with what we got before the devil or the world contaminate. Well, he's certainly going to do it, but you can put something in people where the devil cannot contaminate that individual. For they knew the truth from the beginning. You got to rush and do it. If you don't, somebody else is going to do it. If you don't teach them, if you don't tell them, somebody else is going to get ahead of you. So you got to hurry up and put it in them. When they get saved, uh, they baptize in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. So I'm putting it in them then. If you don't, it's going to be too late. For somebody else going to put something in them, you'll never be able to get it out of them. You don't believe it? Listen. For the time will come. The time will, wait a minute, now go back there, just a verse. Preach the word. Preach the word. Be instant in season. 
Uh-huh. Out of season. Out of season. Reprove. Reprove. Rebuke. Rebuke. Exhort. Exhort. With all long suffering. With all long suffering. And doctrine. And doctrine. Listen now. You got to do this. He say, do it now. For the time will come. He said, do it now. Do it now for the time will come when you can't do it or it won't do no good. For the time will come. When they will not endure. The time will come. It's not here yet. So watch, you got a chance. Do it now. Is that right? If you don't hurry up, but the time will come. For the time will come. If you don't raise up your children right whilst they're a little small, you ain't going to be able to handle them. Come on. For the time will come when you're going to hit him or her and they're going to scrap you back. Don't tell me they won't. I've seen it happen. And you know what you should talk about? I'm going to knock them down. I'll do this. Yeah, you'll be in jail too. But the time to put fear in them is now. Watch the little one. Some of y'all think your child is, is too cute to hit or to whip. You can put something in them, they'll never forget. Every time they keep us in the church and you got to run out with them. They learning everything else. You teach them that. Teach them how to be quiet in the church. Have them sitting beside you. Let them know what it means. You know the reason why there's so much junk on the floor. Paper and all stuff. is because you letting them do it. And because you don't have them with you. You need to teach them first at home. Amen. Old lady told me it was right, or somebody told me, say, you don't move things out of children's way. You leave it there. I don't care how low it is, leave it there on your coffee table, anywhere, and teach them not to bother. But you hide up and they break up most stuff. You got to start in time. The same thing I'm saying now. You got to put it in them in time in the church. But we're so busy with other things. With things sometimes that God ain't even recognizing that we are having in the church. Jesus. Oh yes. We take the young people because they're young people then you think they got to have some sort of a recreation and a whole lot of this stuff that God, amen, he said, well, y'all have that over there. I'm going on over here. You need to put something in the young people that they would be able to feel God. Going off on trips ain't doing it. Huh? All of these recreations, we ain't got time for that. The day is approaching. This is what it needs. Well, I'm going to get to it after a while. But God wants you to know this right now. Child abuse. Now you can whip them too much and it won't do no good. You tell them the harsh thing on harsh. The 
mama they get old enough to know and you teaching them amen the Bible say you ain't gonna kill them with that rod with that switch and whip them till they hush cry make them cry and then tell them to shut up and if they don't shut up whip them till they stop <laughs> stop crying then all you got to do is to show them that scrap or that switch and they're going to stop one great big old baby wouldn't stop three years old wouldn't stop get in the morning a little his mother grabbed him up to take her out and she stopped crying then and said mama you taking me out to whip me <laughs> sure did but God frowns on you you should teach your baby from baby I have to say this little brother Maxwell that left here I don't know how many children had but he always kept them on the seat with him and they was very ordinary so he was an example they were so sweet if they had to go to the bathroom yes they went but right back but you're so Glad to get rid of them. Put them off on somebody else. You need to keep them yourself. Amen. If you don't after a while, you either going to start whipping them, they're going to run off. You're going to start whipping them or they're going to do something back to you. One way or the other. Why? Because it didn't start in time. Now, Paul is telling Timothy, man, you the young man, you got to hurry up and get this thing drilled in the mind and in the hearts of people. Do it now before they start teaching that other stuff in them. For they will do it. The time will come that they won't induce sound doctrine. They don't want that no more. Huh? You don't want that no more about wives obey your husband. Or oh, I'm going to get around to it. For the Lord told me to do it tonight. I think I'm going to try to seal it tonight. Amen. Because this is the way we are. Amen. Amen. We ought to go way back and think about, remember. What God is expecting out of us, what He is requiring out of us, we that got the Holy Ghost. Lord have mercy. It was the most pitiful sight. And I don't know whether the individual in here tonight or not, but she she wasn't saved and a child wasn't saved. But oh how my heart just looked like it wanted to melt within me. The child 15 years old. The mother and dad both working. The child had a complaint. Going off doing things that she shouldn't be doing. Felt like she wasn't loved by her mother or dad. 
make good grades in school and they wouldn't give her credit for her. She felt and said, mama don't love me and daddy don't either. He said, yes, I love you. No, you never have no time for me, mama. You go to work and you work and when you come back from work, you are tired. The mother agreed and said, yes, I'll be tired. Say, can't you have some sympathy for mother and know we are out trying to provide something for you? Say, you ought to have sympathy for Yes, but that wasn't it. And then something stood up in me that you ain't got time to raise your child and to give them what they need. You're so busy after that stuff out there that God is frowning on you when you do that. Ain't got time to show them the love. Ain't got strength enough. You're too tired. When you get home, you go to sleep. You're neglecting your duties. That's a shame. There is nothing left when a child feels neglected, when mom come in from work and she's so tired, sit down, maybe go to sleep or try to cook something. But that child understand that. They are looking for love. She said, I make good grades and yet you don't praise me for them. You ain't got time for me. Hallelujah. All because of working. Mothers don't supposed to work. I'm telling you, they got a job at home. Oh yes, they got a job at home. If we knew our responsibility, but we are so busy trying to get what the next man got or the next family got. Until we neglect our children and they're going astray. Trying to correct this little child, 15 years old, but she wouldn't give it at all. She said, yes, but I know mama and dad, I don't believe they love me. When I try to get close to them, they look like they back off that much more. They ain't got time. But when mother said yes, I'll be tired. You know your daddy works and your daddy got two jobs. And here I am, got one said we'll done it for you. But it don't take all of that. They want some love. They want to be around their parents. That's right. You think that's making you get way up somewhere. What would you do? If you breathe your last breath and all of the money that you got in the bank gonna go to somebody else. Hallelujah. We must do it God's way. Nobody can rear the children like the parent. Grandma can't do it. Babysitters can't do it. They can't do it. They can't do it. Hallelujah. God is calling you accountable. When you say you're so tired, and I agree with you, you're tired. Yes. But God said you need to change it and do it another way. Now watch it. 
For God got something in it for you. You got to put this in them before they get grown. A 14 and 15 year old girl ain't got no business trying to coat. It's time for her to get her lesson. She's just in the right prime now to get her lesson. Amen. And to be that student she should be. Ah, but when you let her go and look at these boys, amen, and start coding at the age of 14 or 15, down the grades go. And you can't tell her nothing then. It's there. You done waited too late, nigga. I can't do nothing with my child. You waited too late. The world got something in them now. She may be on drugs. He may be on drugs. You blame yourself. For you didn't take the time. You was too busy running after that dollar. Now your child or your children bringing a disgrace up on the family. Y'all better listen. You better do it while they're young. If you ain't got but two bedrooms and you got, amen, eight children, <laughs> teach them right. In the two bedroom, teach them right. Get a hold of them in time before the wild get them and they become contaminated. And that's what's happening. They don't feel like they love. Why? Because the parents don't take enough time out for them. They were their teacher. Paul said to Timothy, he said, now you got to redeem the time. You got to work overtime. You can't just preach and teach and quit. You got to keep on doing it. Even when you're tired, you got to do it. You're doing this getting ahead of the world. Because they's coming behind Trying to put something in them that's going to take out what you done put in them. And that can be done. Listen. Preach the word. Oh, come on now. Be instant in season. No, no, no. Come on, say it like he said it. Uh, he didn't say preach the word. <laughs> come on now. Preach the word. He encouraged him. Preach the word. Be instant in season. Uh huh. Out of season. Out of season. Why are you telling me that, Paul? Reprove. Reprove. Rebuke. Rebuke. Exhort with all long suffering. Now, who are you doing like that? The world or the church? The church. And doctrine. And doctrine. For Why the, are you telling me to do this? For the time will come. The time will come when they you will got not to endure. do it before it get here. You got to put it in them before the world get them. The time will come. Hallelujah. Young ministers, you got to do it. The time will come. Come on. For the time will come uh -huh. when they will not endure sound It doctrine. didn't say the time has come. The time will come. The time will come when you can't do nothing with them. When they will not endure. The time will come when you can't do nothing with your children. But right now while they're small, you better try to put it in them. 
Don't abuse them. You got no business slapping a child. And then speak, I'll slap your head off. You got no business saying that. You got no business doing that. Yes, my mother did that to us. But that was the old way and that's all they knew. And they'll make you see stars. <laughs> they would. But however, they put it in us. They made us respect old folks. Oh yes. They didn't allow us to stand around when old folks were having a conversation and come over there and you there standing up there, you better go somewhere. Or she'll point that finger out of the way, I'll see you later. And she wouldn't forget either. The time will come. I can take it further than that. You that are free to run for the Lord, you better be doing it now. Everything that you can do for him now, you ought to be found trying right now. All the good that you can do, you ought to be doing it now. You don't hold back. There's something coming behind. And you can wait too late. Till it will overtake you in passion. The time will come. For the time will come. The time will come. When they will not endure. They sound won't endure your teaching. You can tell them what so is right. And they won't pay you no mind. Amen. They'll give you scripture for scripture. Whatever it may be. Trying to debate with you. When they didn't do that back then. I'm talking about teaching of God's word, sound doctrine. But they don't want it now. You don't want to go through where, amen, where that you have to put out the wife is bound by the law of her husband as long as he liveth. You won't live. You want freedom to just say you don't have it. You never had it. And you ain't got it now according to this. I'm talking about sound doctrine. Husband can love you. Husband can have all the Holy Ghost he want to. But if he's a man, he demand respect. From the wife. See that's where I'm going to get you. Huh? That's in the book. I'm, I'm, I'm teaching truth now. I'm teaching the apostles doctrine. I'm teaching way back then Abraham's time. I'm teaching where uh, Sarah called Abraham her Lord. Huh? Amen. Amen. But you done coward your husband down. Where he no longer feel like that he's a man. A man need to feel like he's a man. Not because he got on pants. Thank you, Jesus. The way he conduct himself. Yes. The way he go forth. Not that he chastises his wife with a rod of iron. But he's to love her. 
Hallelujah. But look at them now. The world hasn't got a hold to them. That's the reason wives don't want to obey their husbands no longer. Come on. But you'll never please God except you do it. And you got to do it in respect. You got to do it because he said do it. Get a hold of before some of these old contaminated old folks get hold of. It's right. Listen. For the time will come. The time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. They won't endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust. But after their own lust, shall they heap to themselves? They want somebody now uh, that's going to teach and preach what they want to hear, huh? They want somebody from Alabama now to just preach about, amen, the ladies and how they or whatnot, you know, or they'll go. Hundreds of miles to hear that. Ain't no use you getting quiet over now because I don't know what I'm talking about. Huh? They don't want nobody to tell it like it is. Huh? But they want somebody now where they can go to, yeah, oh, he's a good preacher. Y'all won't give it to us. But God opened the door where somebody else would give it to us. That was the devil opening that door. What God. When a woman gets so that she make much money as a man or more and she white, she get beside herself. But she forgot, forget she's still a woman. She's still that man's wife. And she's supposed to be just as submissive to him if she wasn't making nothing. Oh, I told you I was going to bring Amen. it. Huh? She get beside of herself. Many of you women, or many of our women, wouldn't have the attitude they got now if they had to look for, to the husband for everything. But what would you say? Look, nigga, I don't need you. That's a shame. That's us. Your own money makes you proud. I've got my education. And I don't need you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, if you step out if you want to, but somebody will step in. Then let them step in. But a man's supposed to be a man. And because you see you can't make it without her money, you submit to her. But let me tell you something, woman. <laughs> Women, you still a woman. You should not let that money change your nature. Amen. You still a woman. You still got a husband. You still supposed to be subject to him. Amen. Regardless what you got. If you got Five million dollars, and he don't have a dime. If he your husband, be subject. Right. 
God wants you to be like the women's in the days of old. And men's be men. Men need to get him a job and stop fooling with these little soup jobs. Amen. Get your job where you can answer. Get a job where you can take care of your family. Get a job where you can give your wife money every now and then. Hallelujah. If you can't afford two cars, get one. Teach it. You don't Teach need it. no two. Teach it. You can't afford two houses, get one. Stay there in the two room until God elevates you to the four room. Teach it, Pastor. You able to do it. You don't know when they get among themselves, they talk. But I'm talking about the truth now. Hallelujah. Man, you ain't what God wants yet. So how can he ever make out of the woman what he want her to be when you ain't what you ought to be? If you, if you, if you want to be a man, you ought to, be a, you ought to want to be a man in the fool. Not because you got a few goatees. Not because your face is hairy. That doesn't make you a man. Hallelujah. But I'm talking about law-abiding citizens. And the world don't want to offer this. The time will come. And brother, you got to hurry because it's almost midnight. The time will come, Timothy. So you got to go on and do what you got to do. If you men planning on changing, you better hurry up and change. And to be a man regardless of the circumstances. The world won't know what doesn't come over you. Your wife won't either. But what needs to be done? For the man is supposed to be Christ-like. He's the boss. He takes care. Amen. Some wives have bluffed, have bluffed their husbands. Yes, <laughs> They have actually bluffed them. They got the husbands dancing by their music. If they say two-step, you got the, you got them two-stepping. That shouldn't be. Amen. If I know I'm right, I'm gonna stand on it. If I know I'm right, I'm gonna demand it. I got to give an account to God. If the person leaves, want to have their way, and you know that you ain't out of God's will, let them go. They'll be back. The 
they'll be back. But if they go, or start going, and you don't want them to go, then you have the blues. Baby, please don't go. <laughs> No, I ain't going on with that. But this what need to be done. Now, sisters in the Lord, you ought to, if you don't appreciate this, it's just to put, to prick you and make you move up higher where you're supposed to be. What woman would want to boss her husband? You ought to want somebody you can look up to. You ought to want somebody you can respect. You ought to want somebody you love. Somebody you cherish. Somebody you can be subject to. Well, you see, my husband, listen, he ain't got nothing. He got he ain't doing nothing to cause you to disrespect him if you got God in your life. You'll do it for his sake. And because you love him. Listen. For the time will come. The time will come. When they will not endure sound doctrine. Uh -huh. But after their own lusts. Uh -huh. Shall they heap to themselves. Uh -huh. Teachers. Teachers. Having itching ears. They won't. I preach it now. Like what this preacher name? Oh, we the Jakes. Jakes. Y'all will go hundreds of miles to hear Jakes. Nothing but sisters. Why? It's because he's giving you what you want to hear. Woo! Lord, how much I know that's right. Huh? He's giving you what you want to hear. When you won't put your money in the church like you ought to put it in Greater Bethlehem Temple, but you'll give $100 and more to him, and my God, it'll cost you airplane fare and everything to go. Why is it so many women? It's because he's telling them what they want to hear. Amen. Not what they need. He had a little in there because he's a man. You're going to find out and, I got, and they taped it up that sent it to him you're going to find out that T.D. Jakes ain't what you think he is he changes he gets in a Baptist church or some other in some big convention amen and he preached what they want to hear not the baptism in Jesus name not living holy I know I'm right huh now these were the kind that Paul was telling Timothy about, telling Timothy about. You better do it before the other one get a hold to it. Because he don't do nothing but make it that much harder for you. He carries a crowd. But I wonder where is God? When they've fallen out and speaking in tongues, I want to know where is God. Because a little living living a whole lot. Huh? I'm telling you something now. Before he get up here. Now 
Not only him, but there's others the same way. Patted after. Some women's not opening the door, amen, for the women to come in and all this, amen. Let me ask you something, but don't answer it if you think I am. Do you think I am against women's? I want you to be in your place and know your place and stop being stubborn and hard-headed and be subject to your husband and respect him. You say, well, he's saying that because he's a man. God dare you to think that about me. I'm trying to help you to get to heaven. Amen. The man need to wake up and do his part. Amen. That was a sign, I don't know, whether any of y'all see that or not, you bought it. Amen. Say, it is hard to be, it is hard to be subject when you as big as I am. Some way it cares on to say that. So it's hard for some people to be subject when they have an education, they got a good job, they make good money, amen. It's hard for you to get along with them. It's hard because they ain't looking to you, the husband. They looking to what they already got and they know they don't need you and they tell you and they will tell you but I won't say it. But that's what they think. Now look at the man in a straitjacket. Look at their husband. Done took down. And if a woman can beat a man, I'm talking about whip him actually, she'll always be jumping on him. She will. There shouldn't be a lick past in holiness. If anybody gonna do it, let God do it. Now we can't change God's way. He have already said for you to set your affection on things above. But we just see opposite. Read. For the time will come, the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, uh -huh. but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Listen. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth. Lord, that's what they're doing now, ain't it? And shall be turned unto faith. Listen, listen, ain't they doing that now? They're just turning their ears away from truth. You know why? What I just told you, doesn't caught up with them now. Amen. Now look what they got before. Y'all, a lot of y'all don't enjoy what I'm saying now. Huh? 
because it feel like you feel like it's putting you down and giving your husband the right to just trample on you, but that's not true. Lord, help their minds. Lord, help them to wake up to get a pure mind. I'm telling you something that God wants you to know. And the enemy is right behind. Catching up every day. They don't want to hear the truth. Y'all don't want this now. When I say y'all, I don't mean everyone. But you don't want this now. You feel that your husband is learning something now and he's going to use it on you. No, if he loves you, it'll make him do right just like you. God gave me something to teach or preach. I don't know which one. But he told me not to do it yet. Now, why you think he said that? Is because you ain't able to stand it. You ain't able. Foolish men and foolish women waiting too late to wake up. But thank God there's a few that is ready to answer the call. There's a few that's ready to step out and say, Hell, Lord. In whichever way, whatever you want me to know, if it caused me to strip myself, throw up my hand, I want to be saved. I want to be whole. Hallelujah. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to help you. Because I see the evil day is approaching. Most of us have lost sight on God. All because of what the world got to offer. Gonna be too late <laughs> to stop buying clothes. It's gonna be too late to shut the door when the thief is already in. It's going to be too late to try to abide by what the apostle is saying when we have waited too late. But right now, God is trying to help you. Poor man, get out there and work and work and work and work. But because of the strain you're putting him under, He's not able to go forth without something get behind. And then some of us won't even help that got jobs. So you have to do everything himself. You sisters, you women in the Lord, your job is at home. You is to take care of your husband and to serve him. I'm talking about serve him. Serve him till he leave to go to work. Be ready to serve him when he come in. Get everything ready for him. 
If you don't already have some foods, fix his and get it to table with him and just talk with him. Ask him is there anything else you want. About this time, you ought to know how to serve. You should never just put food on the table and that's all. What about water? What about something to drink? What about an extra towel on there? He wanted him to be made feel big. Make him feel like that. You're the only one that's supposed to rub his head. That's right. You're the only one to ask him about how did his day go. But you won't do that. You're too busy going. Going, going, going. From sun up to sundown. Going. Have no time. Cheering, going, uncared for. And you won't stay there to do your job. If you want a job, you got a job, but do your job at home. You may be tired, but do it. This is the will of the Lord. Must be done. Too many babysitters. I heard today, sad, that a man raped a 17-month-old baby. Nothing is too bad for him to do. It's terrible. And you better mind out who your babysitter is too. You don't know what they are. They may be lesbians or whatever they are. You don't know. They'll take your baby or your child or your children and you'll be surprised what they would do. I've known it to happen. We so busy out there trying to make a dollar and think we really doing something. Buying your cheering nice clothes, that's good. But it ain't what need to be done first. Wasn't that sad? Mama, you don't love us. Or you don't love me. You never got time for me. When you come in at night and things and I'll be trying to tell you some things you go somewhere and, and, and you just really ignore me and sit down and talk about you tired well baby I'm being tired for you I'm doing this for you but mama I don't want that I want your attention I want your love and I began to think how many of our children want our love and we're too tired to give it to them. How many children and boys, amen, that the, the boys want the father's attention and love, but you're too tired. You think you're doing a big thing by bringing uh, six and seven hundred dollars in uh, on, uh, during the week. But you're doing more harm in a way. You need to let God help you. 
you need to let him help you. Look what's coming. The time will come when they will get into so much and you would be some of the blame. Listen. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth. They will turn away. Now just like some of y'all doing now. What I'm telling you all. It ain't going to amount to nothing with some of y'all. If you believe I'm wrong. Let Jake's come in town. Or somebody else teaching what you want to hear. If God didn't send nobody else to preach and teach, he sent me. I know that. And I'm not preaching for fame. I'm not preaching for money. I'm not preaching for prestige. I'm preaching because you got a soul. And God want me to tell you what you have to do to make it. I'm not asking you to give me no vacation. And Lord knows when that I want another pastor's appreciation. <laughs> I appreciate the one that I had, but my mind is way beyond that. If you're going to appreciate me, do it without making a program and send it out. You do it. You do it. You don't send it to Chicago. You don't get nobody else. Well, you just come to me. Let me hear what you got to say and nobody else. Forget about the man on town. Forget about all the rest of them that you bring in. Forget about them. For I don't care nothing about their money or what they say. I'm like Jesus. They may say that, but what do you say about me? What do you need to say about me? The others say they don't know, but I want to know what you got to say about me. Not them. Hallelujah. It's what it's all about. The time will come when they won't induce sound doctrine. And it's much harder for us younger preachers now to get the word of the Lord over than it was for them way back then. That's the that's reason why you can say, I remember. I remember when. But what about now? It's going to be much harder for you, Elisabeth. Oh, yes. Because it's catching up and it's folding up. Amen. Sometimes I go just about around the clock. But God have to help me and I'm not complaining. Amen. If you're the backslider, I must try to help you to see your way back to God. But God wants you to be saved. For he had backsliders. He's acquainted with backsliders. Israel was backsliders. But he said, come on back. You can only go so far. Then you have that longing to come back. Hallelujah. I'm not worried about new cars or nothing kind of like that, you know, but I get pleasure out of 
and getting old things, making them look good. You know what I mean? Amen. Amen. God gets joy out of getting you. Amen. Who was torn all down, and and, and then he fixed you up. Amen. He said something about the potter. Amen. Amen. How your poor heart was broken in so many pieces. Amen. He looked on you and had compassion and picked up every piece and put it back together again. Hey! He knows how to do it. It said the potter saw the vessel that was broken by the storm of the wind. Hallelujah. But look what he done. <laughs> look how he put it back together. Hallelujah. All because he had compassion and he knew how to do it. Turn away truth. Turn it away truth. Read. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth. They shall turn away that is from the truth. I wish you would be honest, but I ain't going to ask you because I don't want you to be uh, embarrassed. I don't want folks to look at you funny. Amen. But some of you all don't appreciate this kind of teaching. But I know it's right. You'll go with me so far and you, you'll be going with But when I mention how the husband's supposed to be toward the wife, and then you stop. When Jesus, what Jesus said, except you eat my flesh and drink my blood. Amen. You have no life in you. You don't have no power with me. They said, wait a minute, who, who, who can do that? I heard that fellow was crazy. I see he is now. Who can eat his flesh? Listen to what he's saying. That man has lost his mind. And they turned around and walked no longer with him. But he didn't stop. He looked at the 12 and said, will you also go? You want to go too? You ain't going to make me change it. Well, do you want to go? No, Brother Thompson. I believe if the Baptists had the Holy Ghost, if they had the new birth, that they would be more loyal and more faithful to God than we are. Oh, yes. And God going to bless some of them like that. The prostitute down on the street, down there on Ferris Street or wherever, it could be some in his neighborhood, I don't know. Why you low rate them and when you say, oh, they this and they that. But if they come into the kingdom of God and they get what you got, or what the Bible said, they'll beat you in the kingdom. They would appreciate it more so than you because they know what kind of a life they live, what kind of a lifestyle. You better get a hold of your cheering now. Whilst you can, it'll be too late after a while. The time will come. For the time will come uh -huh. when they will not endure sound doctrine. Uh -huh. But after their own lust. After their own lust. Now this is what they want. After their own lust. This is what they appreciate. After their own lust. 
Shall they heap to themselves? Shall they heap to themselves? Teachers. Teachers. Having oh, itching ears. I tell ears. you somebody that we need. I tell you somebody we ought to get. Teachers have an itch in ears. But listen. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth uh -huh. and shall be turned unto fables. Uh -huh. But watch thou in all things. Now you got to watch in all things. Huh? You got to redeem the time. Now this is what I'm talking about. You preachers, now listen. Endure affliction. Endure affliction. Do the work of an evangelist. You, listen, listen. I know you as a pastor. Timothy, but you got to stop passing sometime and do the work of an evangelist. You got to work overtime. Overtime. Not just eight hours. Not just five days a week, but overtime. It's catching up with you. We preachers ain't doing nothing overtime. We ain't even doing what we can do. Oh, I know you need a job. I'm not talking about that. But I mean it's so much to be done. Souls are dying when they need somebody to tarry with them in the rooms in there. And some of you preachers think all you got to do is to be up here. But that's where your interest should be. But people need to be saved. They are dying. Why do you think God made you a minister? To be before the people all the time? No, get out there. Look on them that are struggling for life. On Monday night, on Tuesday night, brother, I came here early and we couldn't find a preacher hardly. Only found one and he was leading testimony service. And there was people out there, about five or eight people out there needed God. And some of them really wanted him. And then looked again and then the door locked in there. In this uh, music hall. Couldn't get in there. Nobody with a key. Too hot down there. I got upset. I got upset. I thought I had a key. I didn't have a key. I felt like taking me a sledgehammer, breaking every lock that go to these doors. The people couldn't get in there. We think when we done done our, we done discharged our duty at home or for whatever we done done, we going home and that's it. But you forgot about redeeming it. God is stirring the people up. It's time for people to come out. We say we're the friendly church in town. Amen. But it need to be proved. The Lord is still calling for backsliders and for those that have never had God 
to come to him. There's hungry souls out there that need God. Amen. Singing in the choir is just a sideline, a sideline. But you need God. Where's Will Earl? I wish you'd be up there all the time where I know I'm talking to you. Because some of these things directed to you, and I wouldn't want to just call your name. But it's not all about money. It's not all about money. God told me to tell you it's not all about money. It's all right. I know you're in debt. I know you're trying to get out. And then, but it's not all about money. You wake yourself too much until you have no time for God. You come in and give him just a little something. He ain't going to take just anything. God ain't going to do it for me, you, or nobody else. He wants you to be prepared. He wants, you can be so tired until you can't even think right. That's right. You can't even pray. And, and I'm going to tell you, that's a good place for all y'all to be that ain't got no job and want one. I think that's the easiest time y'all can get a job is out to Walmart. It's, it's, it's nice. It's close and it's good and different things. And right now they, they're working overtime. You can do that. But God still wants you to think about him. Amen. You can, you can wake out there and you can get your money to, to pay off your watch car. Amen. Somebody say they didn't, they didn't even know whether I was still holding to that. The 1st of January, I told you, we had a business meeting, I said we want uh, our every member that God will bless to pay $2,000 that year. And this is the year, 1998, you could pay thousand from January through uh, uh, July or August and then pay the other thousand at the end of December. Somebody say, I didn't, they say you had changed that. No, I didn't. Amen. And God has opened doors now where you can do it if you really want to. But if you don't need it yourself, you ain't going to hardly do it. Going somewhere preaching ain't going to give it to you. You can tell them that once. Amen. I'm telling you, sometimes you want to give it back to them in such a little bit. Amen. <laughs> but God wants you to do it. Show thyself a pattern. So don't get out there and work so hard until you forget about God. Amen. And his church and his people. They need spiritual help. They need you. There may be something God want to tell you just at the end of service and you're gone. Thinking about I got to go to work. Suppose I had a job out somewhere. I couldn't be able to serve you. Oh, I could give you something. I could pacify you. I think of something to give you. 
I go back to my old sermons, some that some of you ain't never heard. And God wouldn't be done told me to go back to them. But I could go back there and get some of them and oh, it'll set your soul on fire. But God won't be in the fire. I got sense enough not to just give you anything. I prepares what God gives me and what is best for you. It's not the money you're making. And yet God don't want you to be lazy. I'm going to finish that now. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth. From the truth. And shall be turned into fables. Uh-huh. But watch thou in all things. Watch thou in all things. Endure afflictions. Uh-huh. Do the work of an evangelist. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. Make full proof. Make full proof. Huh? You got no time to lose. Make full proof. For that's what you, that's what God called you into this thing to do, is to make full proof. He wants you saints to do the same thing. Help win souls to God. Do what you can to help people now. Make full proof of thy ministry. Uh huh. For I am now ready to be offered. I don't want that part yet. I'm ready to be offered. <laughs> God told me to get to that one to stop. <laughs> There's a lot of work to be done. And I know it. And somebody need to be saved. Somebody need to know their responsibility. Somebody need to know how to conduct themselves. Somebody need to know how to love God and how to respect him and to obey him. Tonight, there's somebody in here that have a longing for this. And they love the Lord, though they left him. But he said, return to me. There's somebody that has drifted and can't hardly find their way back. But God is trying to help you to do it. Perhaps somebody here have never been baptized in water in Jesus' name and haven't been filled with the Holy Ghost, but God been dealing with your heart, telling you there's more for you. Will you get up and come? Whichever way the case may be, whoever you are, if you know you need him, and you know you don't have it, get up now and come. Get up. I'm gonna close. Within one minute, I'm going to close. But if there is anyone here, you need to answer the call now. Where are you? If you love God, you'll try to please him. More than you'll try to please yourself. Won't you answer the call? you do it. 
turning, turning, turning away from truth. But the truth is the only thing to save you and to set you free. We're ready now for announcements. We're going to let you out. So don't go out yet. Don't let money be the cause of you losing out with God. Or don't let prosperity be your fall. That's what the devil is coming now with, his latest weapon. All right, you have your announcements together. If you get the baskets also, well, we can lift our offering. Each one should strive to do better every day. <laughs> 